The Right Hook Podcast. With the Mitsubishi Commercial Range, Pajero Executive, Pajero Commercial, Outlander Business and new L200. All with a leading five-year commercial warranty. MitsubishiMotors.ie the right hook with the new Mitsubishi Outlander 7-seater automatic with sporty paddle shifters for super smooth gear changes at your fingertips. MitsubishiMotors.ie Live to Atlanta to News Radio 106.7, Michael Graham. Graham well, I'm hello. taking a selfie of myself right now doing the show without my shirt on, and I'll be glad to post that for everybody who wants it. I don't know how many times women... Why do not women understand this? Every naked picture ends up on the web. All of them. All of them. If you ever let a guy... You can do a camera phone, Polaroid. Guy can chisel the photo of you like in the old Flintstones cartoons with like a slate and a chisel. It will end up on the interwebs. The internet is for porn. Every naked picture ends up there. Don't take the naked pictures, period. That's it. Very simple. Uh, You've been reading about Germany, have you? Yes, I've been reading about Angela Merkel. Boy, that brilliant political move she made. Everybody's welcome. We don't have a country. We just have a destination. She's She's got the support of close to 19% of Germany, George. So she's close to 19%. She's doing great. Well, she's dropped to 46%, but it's well, 19% 81% drop. of Germans do not think she's handling the asylum seekers problem. 81%. You can't get 81% of Germans to agree on anything. No. And it, it, there is a complete vault fast in Germany where they are now talking about limits. They are talking about reducing benefits. Uh, they are uh, so, and they are showing their disapproval um, of Merkel. But they're doing that across Europe. I mean, course, the most liberal, na- the most liberal yeah. nations on earth, the Swedes and the Danes, mm-hmm. uh, right. are doing exactly the same thing. They, 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 we're going to be talking. We've we've done polls on this, and we're going to be talking about it on the program on Monday from Galway, your beloved Galway. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, but let me but let me ask you this. Is it going to be an issue in the Irish elections uh, at See, the end of the month? Uh, I, the reason I believe it will, when push comes to shove, I believe it will. But uh, I, I talked to people in Cork when I was following uh, Kathleen Lynch around. I think it's the great unasked question in this election because uh, people don't want to don't want to be seen as uh, as racist. You know? what's, wait, wait, what's racist about having a country? Every country gets to have a country. What's racist about controlling your own borders? That's the definition of being a country. By the way, what do you think of the slogans for the for the parties this time around? Are they they pretty good? They're pretty bad. Your hard your hard work is working. Says uh, Enda. Says no, yeah. Well, F, I can never pronounce it. Finnegal. 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 And then the Finnefov and Ireland for all. Does that see that right away in the in, in the uh, conversation about migration? Really, is Ireland for all everybody who can show up, or is Ireland for all the people who are legally in Ireland? That's that's different. Um, who's doing the uh, Trump but with better hair slogan? Is that anybody's campaign slogan this time around? <laughs> no, <laughs> we we don't we don't have anybody like 
Trump. You need Donald Trump. You need Donald Trump more than America needs Donald Trump. You really do. You need someone who'll stand up to all these arrogant elitist institutions who failed you and call call bull fertilizer or whatever the Irish version of that is. Call call it on him. Horse manure. Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel got it wrong. Period. Who's still defending her? And yet, well, I don't want to admit she was wrong because I'm a racist. No. If you admit she's wrong, you have a brain. If you don't admit she was wrong, you are intentionally being stupid on purpose. All right. What happened in Iowa? Big shock. I couldn't believe it. Trump didn't win. That's right, baby. No, but the night great... before, then like, one surely it's a, a story of the polls because yeah. the night before, the polls, uh, not the ones who live in Warsaw, the polls <laughs> said Trump was going to win. Well, Mrs. Wojcicki had some interesting opinions, so I did ask her first. But no, 11 polls in a row showed Donald Trump winning, and he lost, and he lost pretty solidly. He barely edged out Marco Rubio, who was supposed to be down in single digits. And so we've got a real race going on. And uh, what, what's been interesting is how Donald Trump has handled losing. He's been whining, complaining. It got you know The race was stolen. Ted Cruz cheated. But you're going to go into uh, New Hampshire, where Trump has a huge lead. Uh, Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio are in are are fighting for second and third place there, and uh, the question is, will Trump, who had a 22 point lead two days ago, that's already been cut in half. I, I'm I right now I would five days ago George I would have bet a thousand dollars that Trump was going to win New Hampshire no matter what he might win it narrowly or whatever, but he but his he's just got too much he's going to win. Today, I would not bet a dollar that he's going to win. He, he he probably will, but it's a definitely a close call. So and it's he's because, gone. I'll tell you what. It's yeah. because I, I mean that. I mean this sincerely. I'm thankful that we've had Donald Trump. Donald Trump has helped us avoid the mess that you guys are in where you no one will tell the truth about what you know that's in front of you. Donald Trump is a bull in a china shop. He's rude. He's stupid. His plans are wrong. But he gets what the big issues are, like uh, if you don't have a border, nothing works. Like you should treat everybody the same who obeys the rules. Like you can talk about the problem of Islam and terrorism. You need to talk about them. I wouldn't talk about them the way Trump does because he's an idiot. But he, thanks to him, Hillary Clinton now cannot evade her repeated ridiculous statements about how there's no connection between Islam and terrorism. She's stuck with that. And she doesn't know what to do because everyone looks at her going, you're an idiot. That's just not true. Well, and what so, about that? side of it. Bernie Saunders uh, within like just a fingernail in Iowa. (laughs) New Hampshire, for people not familiar with American geography, is next door to Vermont, his his home state. But that doesn't play into this, George. Doesn't no. play. That would be relevant if you had like a governor from, you know, the West Coast and a senator from down south that no one really knew that well. Hillary Clinton is the most famous politician in America, probably more famous than Obama because she's been around so long. She's Coca-Cola. You know, what I mean, she's an international brand. So everyone in everyone in New Hampshire knows her as well as as they know Bernie, if not better. And they're rejecting her by a two to one margin. And it is hilarious watching her losing to this balding, crazy eyed communist. He makes Michael D look rational running against pragmatic Hillary. And he is beating her like a gong. The only thing is, though, um, the story about her private email, it now appears every secretary of state had stuff sent to their private emails. 
Now, it's completely different stories, but this is exactly what Hillary's hoping to spin. Nobody in the history of American politics has been in the uh, business of take, handling intelligence information and keeping it on their personal server in their basement on a personal email. Yeah, absolutely right. A couple of times, some low-level qual- uh, classified stuff was inadvertently, and I mean literally like once or twice, inadvertently sent from a staffer from a secure email over to uh, to um, uh, uh, Colin Powell. But Colin Powell and, and uh, Condoleezza never used their personal email for business. They had a business account. Like I told you last time, George, this is the email equivalent of Bertie O'Hearn not having a bank account. She had no secure government email. She did all of her business on an unsecured email, which is why top secret and above top secret information was sent through her email system, totally unsecured. She can't walk away from it. And that's, well, why that's would that. she do it? Because she didn't want people in the government to be able to access her email. She was doing so much personal stuff. She wanted to avoid Freedom of Information Act requests. Well, why didn't she do personal stuff on her personal email and business stuff on her business email? Because for the Clintons, there's no difference. The Clintons are the same. It's all the same. When when, uh, GE wanted a a chance to do business in North Africa and they needed the State Department's approval, they got the State Department's approval and they wrote a $1 million check to Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's Family Foundation. To her, is that personal business? Is that business business? George, it's all the family business. I mean, she she's the the you know the the uh, godfather of pol- of American politics. It's all corruption all the way down. Now, can I ask you about women in the military? Can I ask you about that? Yes, please do. Well, we uh, we just found out this week that the uh, Obama administration's chief of the army has said it's time for women in the United States to register with selective service for the draft. That means that, you know, if the draft ever returns, you'd already have the contact information. I had to do it when I turned 18 or whatever, and and my sons, they'll have to do it. Um, But uh, Hillary, I mean, uh, the Obama administration says, their general says, I should say, women should pre-register for the draft too because the Obama administration has opened all combat positions up to women. And now the White House is scrambling because everyone with common sense goes, that's idiotic. And so now they're saying, no, 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 no. It's not our official position. That's just the no, position of the, while, of the army. No, hold uh, Women want to be in the army, and they want mm-hmm. to be in every position. Mm-hmm. So if the draft comes because there's an emergency, you draft men and women. Uh, well, if well, you believe want, that women no, you should can't, be, oh, wait, 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 wait. But, but people with a brain know that women uh, uh, don't belong in combat. They can't do combat. They don't have the physical attributes to do combat. And that's why you don't draft women to serve in but combat. But women are in combat positions. No, they're not. Yes, they, can't they make, are. We have, I literally, I think I hate to have this number right. We have two women who have qualified for actual combat positions because we lowered the standards enough to accommodate them. There should be no women in combat because of the physical differences between women and well, men. Hold on, well, the body now, hold strength on. to the ability right, to process okay. oxygen across the board. And everybody knows it. And it is the height of PC nonsense to pretend that if you were looking okay. for the 100,000 best killers in America, that any of them would be women. It's All right, silly. okay, well, hold on. Um, I I don't know. Did you, did you call them wax or waves or what? Did yeah, we you, had that stuff back in World War II. But they didn't do all. They did, you know, they right, did just listen to me. Right, like listen that. to me. Why can't you draft women and put them in wax and waves? Well, I mean, you could, once again, you could put them in non-combat positions. You're you're right, 
but we, the direct, we already we have a volunteer military. We don't need a volunteer military. The only time we would need a draft would be if we were throwing people, you know, into a the front of a land war. You know, we were fighting the Russians tank by tank uh, in Ukraine or something. And so, you in the past we've never drafted women because everybody we're drafting is supposed to be combat ready. Women are not combat ready. And only stupid people pretend they are because just like the issue of immigration in Europe, people don't want to tell what everyone knows is true because they don't want to get called names. And so now we're going to waste our time with this. And I will tell you, the reaction from men, liberal and conservative America, has been overwhelmingly negative. Do not draft my daughter. All right. Why have you got a football match on Sunday when uh, the absolute probability exists that they will all suffer dementia, Alzheimer's <laughs> at some point in the future, and 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 suffer brain damage? Mm-hmm. Why? Why have you still got it? Haven't Haven't you got the message yet that so this is NFL, you want, this you want is an immoral sport? So you want an American football band? You want to make it illegal like uh, dogfighting and cockfighting? Well, like gladiators in Nero's time, same thing. Are, are you gonna Are you gonna do the same to rugby? Yes. Yes, if I had my way. Wow. Well, uh, we're if not. I had uh, my way, if I had my way, kids certainly who who cannot uh, are, do not have consent. I would not uh, inform consent. I would not have children playing rugby. And if I was in America, I wouldn't have children playing American football because well, there's uh, too much evidence to suggest that they are suffering irreparable brain damage. And 31% of Americans agree with you, George, in, the, in a poll that was just released this week. And if that's what people choose to do, to have their kids not play, then, then it'll take care of the everything. Problem is what about simple. the kids who want to let their kids play? I tell you, the kids who want to play will be black because they are coming from disadvantaged neighborhoods and they won't be educated. And they have a, a, a football gives them the opportunity to get out of the ghetto and make some money. That's the dream black people live. And that's why Spoken. 70% of football players in America are black. Spoken like a true misinformed European who, does, who only has stereotypes about America and no facts. You obviously have never been, for example, at the American South watching these all-white high schools field their football teams with massive crowds. You haven't seen uh, 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 colleges where the student body is 90% plus white jamming the stadium. Of course I have. I've been at Ivy League schools and I've watched these smart white kids play football. Football, yes. Yeah, yeah. all right, okay. When when these guys can't remember the day of the week, nobody's going to say to them it was football. Here's the deal. We're not going to ban the NFL by Sunday. I promise you that. And therefore, the Carolina Panthers are going to play the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers are going to beat the Denver Broncos and... uh, they're going to send uh, the elderly quarterback uh, to the end of his career with a loss. All right. Thank you so much, Michael Graham. In Atlanta, you can pick him up, of course, online. Uh, the Natural Truth. Well, thank you for listening to that digest of news from the Daily Right Hook. But, of course, you can hear the full version in all its uh, excitement between 4.30 and 7 every day, Monday to Friday, here on News Talk. Do take care.